You're listening to The Upland Rookie, a podcast presented by Upland Brits. Welcome to the Upland Rookie Podcast. I am your host, Will Larson, and as always, this is presented by Upland Brits. Well, this is episode 22 of the Upland Rookie Podcast. I'm super excited. Uh, We're going to try to keep this intro a little bit brief, Um, but first I want to thank Yukonuba Sporting Dog, Trinity Bretons, and Pointer Traditions. Today I'm joined with my good buddy, Jeremy Lowry, and you might remember Jeremy from episode one of the podcast. What are you doing over there? I didn't want to make background noise. Golly, just sit your ass down. (laughs) My God. Um, This is day four? Three. Three. This is day three of our Montana trip. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, Anyways. So yes, thank you to all the sponsors of the podcast, first and foremost. Um, we're going to do a quick recap on our North Dakota, Montana trip so far. Again, we're not going to have this be too long, but wanted to kind of give you a little insight on what our trip's been like. But first, Jeremy, but first, <laughs> uh, how about that bird strap we used yesterday from Pointer Traditions? It was heavy. It was heavy. It was a with, nice bird strap. It was a very nice bird strap. We were able to to get uh, a limit of sharpies on there and a few huns, right? Yeah, two, two, three. Yeah, two or three pretty, huns. That was really cool. Um, I've never actually used a bird trap before. Have you? No, my tailgate works pretty good, <laughs> but <laughs> those look a lot nicer. Of your Dodge? Yeah, Ram. You mean Dodge, right? Ram. Okay. Well, we've been having a debate all week on if his truck is a Ram or a Dodge. I will forever say it's a Dodge Ram. But it's That's not. just how it's made. But anyways, I'm a Ford guy. Forever wrong. <laughs> We're kind of, kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of ready to find find a new friend. But that's just me. Yeah, we might need a break. <laughs> we, we, might, we might need to break this. <laughs> um, so, Jerem, what, in your words, sum up, uh, sum up this trip so far. Like, what's it, what's it been like up here in North Dakota? Opening of grouse in the last, uh, last Honestly, last year was good and somehow... With all the drought and everything, this year might top it. I mean, it's been... Really? We haven't been skunked once. We we thought we were... We walked 14 miles-ish, probably. No birds. Something like that. Went back out and got limits. So that was, that was pretty awesome. So, yeah, so let's actually just kind of dissect each of the days real quick. Let's go over some of the highlights. So day one, which was Sunday here, at least when I get up here. Yep. I got skunked in Colorado. <laughs> um... Came up here early, earlier yeah. than I thought, um, which was a very good decision. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think so. I called you. I was sitting in, in uh, I just uh, finished sage grouse hunting in Colorado. Called Jeremy. We were kind of talking. And I was like, man, should I just come up here now or should I wait and hunt another day? And you didn't answer my question at first. No. <laughs> no. And then I came to the realization. I said, you know what? I'm just going to get my butt up here to Montana and North Dakota early and go from there. So I'm glad I did. Um, but let's go back to Sunday, if we can remember back that far. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sunday. Oh, let, yeah. First field. Let's talk about that. Okay. So you, you did some scouting, right? Before. Sort of. I went out opening day with no game plan, drove around forever, and finally found this little piece and ended up finding the largest hunt cubby I've ever found. Lucky for you. 
So, so we hit that opening morning for me on Sunday. Um, and we, so we got into a couple uh, pheasant, right? Yep. Pretty quick. Yep. Dogs pointing They were goes. flying out when we got out of the truck. Yeah, basically. pretty much. We were yelling <laughs> and hollering and all that good stuff. So, um, but then, yeah, so we, we did that. We did a loop around this little slough, came into a hung covey, which kind of flushed, kind of surprised us. We weren't, we weren't yeah. really ready for it. Dogs weren't ready for yeah, it. Yeah, we were up when dogs definitely bumped that yeah. one, I think. Um, so this, this covey flushes, I'm all excited. I, that, again, I knew we were chasing huns, but again, it surprised me. Cause we'd never... walked pretty much the whole slew without seeing a bird. So we yeah. were kind of like, okay, they're not here today. Yeah. And this is getting up. So they, so they flushed and then they went into, what was that? A, was that a pea field or, uh, wheat? there's wheat on the wheat. side we were on. So, yeah. so we, they flew into wheat. Um, so yeah, uh, take us, take us through it. How did, how did it unfold? Oh, geez. Uh, well, we had. A couple. I'm asking you because I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple <laughs> quick flashpoints, and then uh, not the best dog work, but we were in shooting range, and big Covey gets up. I think I, you'd already. Oh yeah, you got them off uh, the first flush. You got one. Oh, I ran I did. to the truck I to did. grab Penny to get her a quick little yeah, run. Okay, my I Brittany. forgot. So I did get the shot. Took that bird down, all excited. You got excited. You're like, so right. you shot two without me while I was gone. Yeah. So you were rude. you were going to get. I mean, I mean, <laughs> birds, birds were in the air. So, um, so yeah. So you were at the truck real quick. Why did you go get Penny? I don't remember. Yeah, it was. I don't remember either. You. I just remember we shot that one. We're all excited. Yeah. We walked. For, we didn't even pick that bird up yet. We knew it was down. Yeah. We were chasing the covey. You went to the truck. I continued on. With oh yeah. I said, let's come Gage back. That bird's Banks. gonna be there yeah. when we get back. Gotcha. And he's at the truck, and then uh, I think I du- did I double on that cover when you were gone, or sing- yeah, I think I did double. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I shot I shot my first limit with you not even by my side. Yeah, which was kind of sad. That's how good I am. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so yeah, so doubled on that one. Um, Gage he worked him well. We got to retrieve. Um, so I got my limit, and then we kept chasing them. Once you got back with Penny, you oh yeah, you did get a. Limit, yep. I got my limit there. And then we, we finished chasing them. Um, had all three dogs down? Yep. Yeah, all three Penny dogs Gage down. Gage and Banks? The pup? Yes, because you had Banks out with Gage originally. Yep. So, yeah, he was out. But anyways, we, we found the, the rest of the covey. It was decent size. Oh, yeah. And, a lot um, of young birds, but it was yeah, a good young, size covey. young birds. We had, we had one mature-ish bird in that covey oh, we yeah. shot. Maybe two. And, uh, yeah, so you finished your limit then right after that. Yeah, and this is like, yeah, gonna, I got a double. Yes, you and got double. No, no, I think we had two two different. Opportunities. You didn't limit out at first. You got two because remember I shot the double and you shot. We thought you missed. Gage took off oh, sixty yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. we we're beeping them to come back because we yep, thought you right. missed. You're right. And out of nowhere, we we're like, does he have a bird? So then he come back with a bird. We didn't even know we had shot. Yeah. And that's when you got your limit. That was pretty, that was, yes, thank you. It's All this is blending together. <laughs> yeah, um, it's going back. that was a super big highlight because like you said, this, that I That was one of the most amazing retrieves think, I've seen. I didn't think it, the bird went down. Gage took off, crossed the road. Yep. Out of sight. I was like, oh crap, like he's either chasing <laughs> or doing something weird. And uh, yeah, comes back. Yeah, I thought off. he was just chasing the covey. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I so had that no was idea. that's a special moment that, that yeah. definitely stuck out to me from from day one. Uh, from there, we had some weather come in. We had rain. It was kind of oh, yeah, it nasty. Was a, it was a wet day. It really for was. Sure. Um, definitely a nasty day. We went and chased sharpies then. Yep. And um, we we found them. We we eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we, after after a lot of walking, 
it uh, it took us some time. Went through a couple dogs. And I don't know if it was the rain, but they seemed spooky. They right? were. And I've done, like I said, I've been hunting the day before and the whole week in Montana. And I haven't had yeah. very spooky birds, but these ones, I don't know if it was the rain, but yeah. everything and, was making and them fly. like you said, maybe not the best dog work day one. Yeah. I think my dogs especially, it was taking a little, little bit to warm up. Taking them a while to figure out huns for sure. Even Sharpies in this country, it was just different and new and they were trying to figure it out. So um, definitely wasn't getting the best dog work, but out of that field we were in, we took two. Two Sharpies. Two Sharps, I think. Um, It was fun, it was good cover. Um, We were looking for what, the Russian Sage? Olive. Russian Russian Olive. olive. We were looking for that. And there was, I mean, there was. There was birds in it, not not as much this time of year, but they they were still hanging around. Definitely, definitely. So we actually found them, bumped them in that corn, that random, tiny little piece of corn, weirdest thing I've ever seen. That and at the top of a hill. It was some bad looking corn, but corn at the top of it. It was such a weird, and that's where they they were on the edge. Yeah, which I guess a good food source, right? Yeah, I mean the birds were there. Um, and all week we've been seeing more hoppers than I. I heard that there was a lot of hoppers Every up crop here. has just been like a balloon full yeah. of hoppers. It's, they're eating a lot of them, even yeah. the hunts. I knew there was a lot up here, but there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's like walking, walking, and they just explode and yep. start jumping. My bumper's looking rough. Yeah. Um, so that was day one. That was super fun. And then day two, that was yesterday, Day right? one, we went back out and got, oh, yeah. Hit those hunts. We did. In, in Montana. Montana. Or no, that was, yeah, it was Montana because we limited here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, got into more Huns that night, which that was a blast. Huns, Sharpies are still my favorite bird. Yeah, we missed Sharpies that night. That's right. They flew over onto the private. That's right. Sharpies are still my favorite. But Huns are a close (laughs) second. It's fun because you get multiple attempts. I know. You don't go too far. I know. You can get one or two and move on. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I was super excited. I love those birds. Um, and then day two, let's go over that. It, it, things started to click a little bit. Um, for day one felt good. Day, day one, day one felt great. Beginning of day two. Beginning of day two was rough. <laughs> it started out really rough. We went pretty much all morning, all afternoon with no birds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. We seen one hunt covey that was out of range. Dog put up on yeah. private property. I yeah. think it was not great. Dog can't read signs. I'm trying to teach her that. I mean, Banks Banks can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we have some questions for uh, Banks later, don't we? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, we're, I mean, we were a little bummed. I mean, I was a little bummed. But we yeah, still, we still I was like... losing faith in my, my guiding skills, for sure. <laughs> I thought you're not a guide, though. I'm not. Okay. Um, I mean, we still had fun, though, because the fields, here's the thing. The fields we hit, we were super excited about. Oh yeah, like you. you I've scouted. already I've already hunted all those fields yeah. that morning. You knew where the birds. Very good luck. And you knew where they should be. Oh yeah. And so we we went into every field with like high anticipation. Dogs definitely got birdie oh, in yeah. some spots, so we knew they were there. I think our timing might have just been off. Oh, it, did. it had to. Can had only to assume. Been. It had to have been. Um. So we came back, did a quick, yeah, quick lunch, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Quick lunch Quick. yesterday. I'm trying to recap this this day, we all it was a blur. Nighttime is when things. Yep. Like, wanted to squeeze in a two three hour hunt. Yeah. Yep. It was it was a flurry. <laughs> it was <laughs> it, a flurry. It got really western. <laughs> Very quickly. Yeah. Shots um, were flying. So we uh, so first we got we ran into that hunk covey. Yep. 
Um, you made an incredible shot. That was because yeah. it flying. felt like I was shooting a dub. That was the highest flying thought, overhead like, hunt I've ever shot. <laughs> it's like you were shooting a duck or something. <laughs> yeah, I've never had my gun pointed so that the, high this at a bird. Covey flew basically over back over us. Yep. Um, craziest thing. I thought they were going to fly away from us, but no. They they made a circle. Yep. Came over our heads. They were I think, on the edge of where they wanted to be for yeah. sure. Um, I missed the whole covey. <laughs> Majority of the covey was on my side. Two yeah, shots. Yeah, you didn't even know I had shot one. Nothing. You uh, took that one down really nice. Yep. Um, we recovered that bird. Working an edge uh, yep. of, of a crop next to grass, right? Yeah, wheat field. Yeah, wheat Un- field. Unharvested wheat field. Right. Yep. And so we're working that back, and we were kind of itching to go back to Montana for an evening hunt. Yep. We were like, hey, let's, let's kind of hurry back to the truck. That's probably all that's here. Yeah, let's, push let's this edge, but no, kind of hurry. Yep. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, we're working the edge, and then Gage, he's acting birdie. He's getting on. He's a little behind us. Yeah, a little Morgan, behind us. Yeah. And he doesn't want to come with us, really. Yep. A little behind us, doesn't really want to come. I'm like, come on, dude. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Kind of really takes off on his own then and um, locks in a point um, on a point. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to describe, but this, this little area, it came to a point. Um, he locks up. And we're like, uh, you know, he's had a couple false points, pointed some tweeties. Till this point in the trip, he wasn't really zoned no. in. It was 50-50 if there was going to be birds there. I wasn't super confident. Maybe <laughs> you probably weren't confident at all. No. And so we're like, ah, oh, well, he's I holding. hadn't seen his true potential. Yeah, exactly. Instagram can be full it of lies. It finally came out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, gl- I'm glad to hit him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we walk up, and um, he's holding steady. And two- Banks is backing. Oh, Banks did back that one. That dog, okay, it's incredible. Real quick, that dog, every time Gage points, Banks backs. Anytime my dog stops <laughs> for anything. He takes a potty break. Um, he just and that's, the bag. That's just all natural, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't know. Everything's natural. That's crazy. That he does. That's I haven't crazy. been working on bird work. And he's, he looks good backing. He yeah. looks really good backing. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Um, so it's been fun to see. A dog goes on point. dog does something. Yeah. Banks is like, all right. Time to stand still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been really fun. Creep when um, no one's looking. <laughs> oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. He's like, oh, look oh, at him, statue. Turn around, totally. baby steps. <laughs> I mean, he's figured it out, so it's good. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. So two sharpies flush could not have been more picture perfect. You took left, I took yeah. right. One shot. Awesome. Birds went down. Gage gets yours. I'm pretty sure Banks went, and I don't <laughs> think he brought that one back, but he went. He went. Found, he went and found sure. yours. Yep. He went and found yours, which was awesome. He might have brought it back halfway. Yeah. It's progress. A, this, is a, this is a podcast. We can say whatever we want. So <laughs> Progress. Yeah. They brought every bird back. Yeah. Yep. Perfectly um, to hand. Perfectly they threw untouched. threw them right in the pouch. They pointed every bird. You know, <laughs> don't, don't believe what we say. Um, don't believe everything you see online either. That's a... Yeah. A, <laughs> we had a long talk about that. <laughs> that's, huh? a, that's a good lesson. Instagram My can dogs make, are far from perfect. Yeah. Very, I, I very just, far. But I'm, we have fun. I'm not going to make the post that says, I shot a limit of birds. And my dog pointed them perfectly. Yeah. Birds are wild. <laughs> Not going to say that. Things my happen. dog tries, but... My dog tries really hard. But <laughs> anyways, that was it. really exciting. We were both jacked. And Gage just kind of continues on. Banks is working. And they're acting yeah. super birdie. And we're like, all right, like screw the truck right now. Let's just try this a little bit. Let's see where they're going. And two, three minutes later, locks up again. Yeah, because we got those two Sharpies, and we said, okay, this is cool for this field. Let's go to Montana and see if we can't get some more birds. Yeah. That had to be all the birds because yeah. we covered everything, so they snuck in behind us. Yeah. And, and this no is a, way we walked by them. This is a good lesson. Let 
always trust your dogs. Yeah. Like, cause we were physically, you and I were talking. I wasn't like, going to walk down there. I'm being, no, I was, I took that video. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll yeah. just video him from up here. I honestly, I don't think it's <laughs> burn. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't trust my dogs. I don't know why. It was day two. He was um, just getting in the yeah. zone. <laughs> At the next beautiful point. The next had. fifteen minutes that unfolded, I, I have yeah. full confidence. Yes. Engaged. Um, he just the other only way I can describe it is he went on like a rampage. <laughs> yeah, he was finding every bird. Every in that field. bird, and it wasn't like this one massive covey, and, and we limited it out. It was like found two. Birds yeah. plus we shot yep. down, and we just repeated two, one, that. Two, yeah. Repeated that cycle. We got into sharpies. Uh, and then we refound the hunt covey, the big hunt covey. Remember? Yeah, there was hunts coming up with sharpies in that one. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it was so we, it was a mix of sharpies, and it was just this pattern of point, birds flush, shoot, retrieve, yeah, refine. Point, back, so by the time shoot, we're getting retrieve. birds in our vest, dogs are locked up again. Dog, yeah. Birds are flushing. It it was exciting. Like it was like a rush. Will look like. Uh, I don't know, really excited schoolgirl. I'm not gonna lie. He was, he was I, having a good time. I, st- I still am. I was it, too. I love it. It was fun. It was exciting. It was fast paced. Yeah. We were just. It, that was surprisingly my first limit of sharpies. Was it? Yeah. Okay. In North Dakota. Um, and so remember the Huns got up. Oh uh, no, Gage is bringing a retrieve back. He dropped yep. it. Yep. I went to go find it. I don't know why. I gave you my gun, right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, because you wanted to get have him. Re, he dropped it or something. And yeah, you I don't know to why I gave you my gun though. But so yeah, I, don't for, do that for whatever <laughs> reason. So I'm going to look for the bird a little bit. And again, dogs are hot at this point. Yeah, it, they were warm. They were working hard. Anyways, I'm going to find the bird and another <laughs> more huns get up. I wish I had a video of Huns. And the I, look on my the face. huns get up. I realize I don't have my gun. I look back at Jeremy and the guns are basically. <laughs> I go to like aim and then somehow realize, oh crap! I have two guns. I can't. I can't shoot. I'm like, uh, oh, uh, you shoot? No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, the look on my face had to have been priceless. It was pretty. I, I wish I had a video for that. <laughs> just looking back at you, going like, I, I can't help you. Yeah. You can't help me. Like too far away. We and there goes these, these. Which gun do I throw? These know? beautiful, these beautiful hunts. I'm surprised you didn't throw a gun down. Actually. Yeah. Well, you know, not it's the probably, safest thing in the that's world. Probably, probably safer. <laughs> our, our, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so that was that was a fun moment. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, got some huns. Had some sharpies in the bag at this point. I don't think we limited on sharpies yet because remember nope, we started nope. walking back towards. That, the- yeah, when we walked, we got the two walked back. Yeah. Flush some sharpies. I believe we we both shot at one. One went down when those huns went up. Yes. And then a couple singles popped up. That's yeah. when I had the gun. Yeah. Then, then we decided to go to Montana. We had birds. Yeah. Because we li- yeah we limited out. Yep. And he ran back down for that long back. Yep. Where I took the video and it ended the video because there was no bird. Well, yeah. there wasn't. Yeah. There, there, there was were. in fact a bird, and that's yeah. when it got western. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that was maybe the most fun hunt of my life. Yeah. That, that like 30, I remember the last minutes. point and birds getting up and you're about to shoot. I was like, don't shoot. You got a limit. He's like, no, I got two. I was like, yeah. you got three. Yeah, I got three. I know. We lost track of how many I'm, birds we had. I'm glad someone was there with me. Cause that, that was a good check and balance because <laughs> it was such an exciting time birds that you flying. forget okay, how many, do I have my vest? Like, oh, okay. Okay. Three. Okay. And now we know both vests will hold at least three Sharpies oh, easily. and a hunt. Easily, easily. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that was yesterday. That was a fun day. It, yeah, it started time. rough. We walked a lot and we ended it on a... Yeah, I wasn't feeling it that afternoon, but yeah, after the first bird contact, you yeah. get all your energy yeah. back. Ended on the high note. Um, and then today, we'll, you know, this is mid-afternoon right now on Tuesday. And yeah. this morning... Three o'clock. Got out to Montana, got on some Sharpies early. Um, Penny had a nice retrieve for you. Yeah, she bumped a bird, came back, upwind, bumped them. And we shot. Mm-hmm. I think I got one. Yep. Yeah, you got yeah. the first one. I I took a far shot that I shouldn't have. I, I wasted two of my shots. <laughs> yeah. I, that was a single. Yep. I shot wasted. And as I'm reloading, the rest of the covey gets up. Yep. Always. Every single. I, sh- I should not have wasted those two shots. I should have just waited. Said, I knew there was going to be more. Dumb. Sharpies, for knowing that I know their tricks, I can't believe how often that they get me on that. Every time. Every time. Every stinking It's like I know there's going to be more. Yeah. But the one time you don't, it's going to be the one time there's a single, you know. Yeah. You know it is. Um, And then, yeah, we refound the covey. They stayed kind of in the same area. Yeah, we decided to work the other side of where we'd actually started. Yeah. Yeah. And and Gunner and and Penny were the ones down for this. And, um, yeah, they refound that covey. I think we both shot one on that, right? Or no, I shot one for sure. You thought you did, right? Because then you got the oh, single that, later. Is that when the four got up? Yep. A shot. Thought I got one. Yep. Didn't. Missed. Kept going. And we kept walking. Yeah, I shot one on that. Yep, you did. You keep forgetting my shots, bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I can only I mean, keep track of so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you shot one, and I thought I'd... I saw the one do the little... The dip? Yeah, the Star Wars side maneuver yeah, and yeah. thought that's, I'd That's him that. dodging your uh, your boss. Yeah, because we thought that bird might have been, because four got up. Yep. And then I we think more than four found, got up. Was it? I think more. Yeah, it might have been. I mean, you do have it, a little trouble. Because we only found that single. And then I think we both shot at that one. Yes. Yep. Yeah, but you, yeah, you, and, that was a, and it I think flew you hit, a long ways. It, it, it flew a long ways. Before it, was it went hit. down. It was hit for sure. Um, that had been sick. 70 yards oh yeah and penny went and 80 yeah yep penny yeah. went and repointed it for some reason yeah and i told and her to get it and she brought sure. it right on which back. I'm, I'm really glad because I, I, I think it was well enough where it could have ran a little bit oh yeah or something but it, i'm pretty sure it was dead when it got to us though huh wasn't it pretty pretty much yeah 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 so. pretty much so I know Penny didn't crunch it. She got a soft. Yeah, so. no, shit, that, was, that was amazing. Um, so yeah, that was good. That was a fun, a fun start to our morning. Yeah, um, had another good walk, but um, yeah, this this country's been beautiful. This this is, I mean, you get to live oh, here. So yeah, you, you I get, don't take it. I don't you get take to experience this, but sure. um, this country has been absolutely beautiful. Um, bird numbers, I, again, first time for me up here. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, um, you're saying you think it's. It seems I good. I think spots are definitely better. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, hunts. Yeah, hunts have looked great. I, I I keep kind of bugging you. I'm saying, hey, let's go chase, chase hunts. Let's chase hunts. You yeah, I, I have a lot of hunt spots, but yeah. it's like they're just to me they're kind of hard to focus on. So I'd rather I like yeah. the sharpie spots that I know also hold. Hunts, yeah, you know that's so. really yeah having like a mixed bag. Cause last our yep. our hunt last night, um, we first got into a couple hunts, remember? Yep. And then we got oh we even talked about last night. That was. That was, that got a little western too. Remember last late last night, our last in Montana. Oh, remember that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That got oh. that was kind of another flurry. We're like, yeah, because we limited it out. Yep. 
Yeah, that's how we started the story. We limited yeah. it out and went over to Montana yeah. and yeah, yeah. tried to pull a double limit, but Didn't no happen. such luck. But we should have had one. We got birds, though. Oh, yeah. We got birds. I think um, I, I pulled two and you pulled a hun? Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah. Or, yeah, no, I, yeah, I didn't get any sharpies. I had yep. a hun yesterday or last night. And um, that was kind of another one of those things. We had all, we had all three dogs on the ground, yep. Banks, Penn, Banks, Gage, and Wynn. And... Um, yeah, that was just another one of those like follow the dogs wherever they go, we'll go. Yeah, kind of things. And that was and that was another one of those gaze wanders off, gets on point. <laughs> exactly. We're about to go back to the truck, and yeah. he leads us on another half hour, half forty hour. minute We're like, adventure. Right, we'll, wrap, <laughs> we'll wrap this up. Oh wait, no, Gage has other plans, so he's yeah. he's kind of rude like that. Um, so this has been this has been fun, man. This has been a really fun uh, three days only to our trip. Yeah, and we got we got three or four more days to go. Um. So if I could just get you to quit running, I might make it the whole. I mean, whole week. I thought you'd be faster, but uh, you know, of all my buddies I hunt with, they're always telling me, "Dude, slow down," and I, I'm getting a taste of my own medicine. <laughs> You're saying I'm, I have long legs? Yeah, you walk very fast. <laughs> okay. I never yeah. thought I'd be that guy. I'm yeah. always the fast one, sure. and it's a weird change well, of pace. You know how so. my wife feels now. She says the same thing to me. We're walking out in public, yeah. and she's like, can you act like we're together? <laughs> yep, so. yep. That's how I am. I'm, I'm kind of on a mission, though. I'm on a mission up here. It's, you know, I only have limited time. I know. My attitude is, oh, there's more birds tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, come on, Jeremy. Let's go. Yep. So, um, I think that's really all. I kind of, Yeah, I kind of wanted to recap... Uh, this the last couple days, um, we're going to recap our sage grouse adventures. Hundred percent. When we when they come, if people enjoy this, right on. I mean, if they don't, then yeah, maybe, it's maybe, me. So uh, maybe I mean, this is you're their first repeat guest. So well, hey, there we'll we go. See how that goes. Yeah, probably not good. <laughs> I mean, I might get some <laughs> some one stars. Yeah, sorry, bud. <laughs> Just um, remember, it dogs. Was your idea. Let's talk about dogs real quick. Just they've. I think they've been working really good. They've been getting dialed in. A team and B team. <laughs> I mean, hey, we, we did get to work. We, we win on those sharpies. We too. did. We do. That we do. We fun. do have an A team and B team right now. Uh, I'm not going to tell them who that A team and B team is. Right they can now. guess. They can guess. But it's probably not who you think it is. Probably not. Actually, <laughs> I'll, let's let's leave them with a cliffhanger. They can yeah. they can message us and ask. But um, yeah, so we do kind of we're kind of dialed in with like who we're running with who. Yeah, rotating dogs, keeping them fresh. I mean, we're both pretty conscious of like hydration, energy levels, how they're looking. Uh, we're going. I'm going through at least, and it hasn't been crazy hot. No, it's actually a pretty nice week. I've been going through at least 64 ounces for an hour walk. Hour walk, yeah, easy. Yeah, and that's what's typically one. That's one just dog. dogs. Because yep. you're typically running one ears at a time, yep. right? Yep. I'm running one for sure, sometimes two. Yep. It depends. Um, so similar, yeah. And we've had a nice breeze. Like, it hasn't been crazy hot, and we're no. still going through water. No. We might be a little more just, I don't know, conscious of it for some reason. We're just we're making sure the dogs are getting water, cooling oh, their ears down, their bellies, their yeah. chest. Especially um, Penny. Especially Penny, yeah. Especially Penny. Yeah, she had a hard... Well, that first day it rained, and she had a little hard time with getting yeah, wet and another, cold. Another little seizure deal. Yeah, yeah. So, but that was yeah, that was weird. That was uh, she was. She I don't was, think it was work or weather related. She just has them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But right. she bounced back really quick, yep. and she had a good last two days. And oh she's yeah, been solid. Oh, yeah. Ran good this morning. She's been tearing it up. <laughs> yeah, she can move. Well, that first walk, I didn't feel like it was that long, but she put on yeah. fourteen miles. Yeah, <laughs> so we're we're walking. We walked guys. maybe three. 
Four? I think four. Tops? Yeah. Yeah. I think four. Um, so we're so we're walking for these birds. We're, it's not like jump out of the truck, oh, we're hitting birds. Like, no. We're, we're, but when you do hit birds, <laughs> it's going to get western really, yeah. really Well, quick. you have to be ready for those those secondary flushes, the rest of the coveys. Like you oh, said, we, yeah. you think it's like a single. Yep. Generally, it's not just a single. There's more. Yeah. And you have to have your gun loaded. Well, like, be ready. Yeah, when we... There was a... I don't remember why we didn't hunt it. But we let we saw sharpies in a spot. I saw them the day before on... Oh, it was just in the ditch. Yeah. We didn't oh, want to yeah. shoot off the road. Yeah, yeah. So we let your young dog yep. go in there and kind of... Work them for a little bit. Work them. She'd go... Flashpoint, yep. <laughs> chase one, go 300 yards, come, right come back. back. And there, we thought there was three. Yeah. There ended up being That's, like eight. Oh, more than that, sharpies. probably. More than and that. they all held until she come back for them. So she she would point one at a time. Yep. They'd flush, she'd go chase, yep. she came back, pointed another one. And flush. we were just standing on the side of the road watching, watching. this happen. <laughs> yeah. That was and really fun. That was a turning point for me, seeing when the birds started to hold tighter. We were watching, watching their reaction. They yeah. pick their heads up, kind of duck back down, and just wait. And yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty first, sure she tripped over one on it. Oh, she did. She was so she was so close. I like the sixth bird. She was just yeah. getting so upset. She was yep 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 yep. Yeah. Just <laughs> off, 300 yards away, just trying to get them. that sharpie. Um, so that, I mean, that was good for her to get some contact, get some. Yeah, it's fun not shooting s- and just watching how yeah. these birds react yeah. when there's then, a dog right amongst them. Because then that night, so that happened in the afternoon. Yep. We let her get some some good bird contacts. She got what eight bird contacts probably. Yep. That was the morning we got skunked, right? Yep. That night is when she had her first true point on the Huns behind yep. Gage. Uh, and Banks, Banks was way Banks, back, back Banks, in. Always. He was like back in like <laughs> yeah. 60, I don't think he's yards. had a, I don't think he's had a point on this trip, but he's definitely he's back every a, single point. Every single point he's backed, which has been so Some fun. Some of them, it, yeah. Um, and so, so, so when she didn't back gauge, she, she got in the scent cone and pointed. Yeah, which, behind him. But I, I'm pretty great. sure she just hit the scent cone. And, yeah, like you which said, for pointed. me, that's fantastic. Like I'm, I'm happy she got that contact. Oh yeah, that experience she's got prey drive. She's making that's, progress. That's when the Huns. She's uh, only what, six months old. That Brittany. Uh, seven. 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 Same as Banks. Yeah, they're very, very close. And so it's been the little wins like that. Like I don't want to overlook those little things. It's oh, not always going to yeah. be the bird on the ground that's going to be that like yep. moment. It's going to be, hey, she got a, a hun pointed. She yeah. got this. She worked this way. Has she way. got any retrieves or anything? Has she had an... No. I don't know if she's she, had the opportunity. No, she like, picked up one of the... Uh, a Sharpie we had her out on. Gage or Gunner or some pennies. Yeah, she's, she dropped it. Yeah, she's not, <laughs> yeah, she's not super <laughs> excited yet about retrieving. But um, So, yeah. So, that's been... Dogs, I've been really proud of them. They've put on, gosh, probably over 100 miles. Some of them have put on 100 miles probably. Yeah in the three days yeah it's been fun which is crazy we're keeping them fed well yeah mine <laughs> if feeding. mine doesn't if you see mine on the internet and you can see his ribs believe me Will can vouch he eats at least four cups you're, right now you're feeding he's, him you're feeding him a lot probably too much honestly yeah but how much he's working a lot for so, his age for sure um yeah so I'm keeping my dogs lot fed with lots of yukonuba right now so yeah because that's that's what they need they're burning a lot out here um, that's really all I got. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, any other learnings? Any other kind of highlights you want to want to share on Man, this? It just, no, not really. It's <laughs> just been it's been fun. We're, we're been both crazy. tired right now. Yeah, we're both tired. So we're gonna go to back go out. Do it again. We're gonna go back out here. What in half hour? An hour? Yep. 
<laughs> so we're gonna wrap this up as soon as you push ender as soon as i push end we are uh getting the trucks repacked again um and then we're gonna hit it again my truck's too disorganized for will it's causing I mean, anxiety <laughs> It's a really good way to put it. <laughs> I can't say that. He's got the deck and everything's so, all sorted and nice. And mine's a hunting truck because I do this. It is exactly. And you got every s- single day. And you got cool suspenders. So yeah, I'm obsessed with them. Really, you're a little too obsessed with those. I don't know how I've gone this long in life without suspenders. <laughs> Belts are overrated. It kind of goes with your stash and your your wannabe mullet. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> you the perm. Um, anyways, we're gonna hit the road. Uh, Thanks for tuning into this episode. This is with Team Flusher. Uh, sat down with them a while back. Uh, talk flushing dogs, spaniels, all that good stuff. Um, really fun episode. I know a lot of you are running uh, flushing dogs out there. And uh, I was really excited to chat with these uh, three guests on this episode and uh, get to hear their story a little bit more, uh, get to learn about the spaniels. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. Uh, I'm not going to do an outro for this episode, so I'm going to leave you here and uh, enjoy the episode. Take care. Jeremy, thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'll see you in three seconds. All right. The direction, so. All right. Is it say recording on your end? Yeah. Awesome. State law in Pennsylvania is uh, two-party consent, so. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. We're good to go then. Um, so where, where are you guys talking to us from? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, in, in relation to Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, where you at? Dead center of the state. Okay. Nice. So flyers or penguins? Penguins. Penguins. Right. Is that a... <laughs> I was going to say, is that a, is that a group decision? Or, Cause you seem very confident, Emily. <laughs> Predators. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Blackhawks, so I mean, it's a little bit complicated. Oh, okay. Interest, but. All right. Yeah. Well, that was good talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll do it again next time. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys. Um, so we'll we'll jump in here, but uh, tell us uh, a little bit about who you guys are. Um, I know I've, I have not done one with multiple people before, so let's give this a try and uh, just kind of go around, share a little bit about yourself, and um, yeah, we'll go from there. Sure. I guess I'll start. Um, wow. It's always a way to, this is what happened last time. All three of us talked at the same time. I got put on the spot. Somebody else started and then I went last and it was still awkward. I mean, they um, did all kind of look at you. When, yeah, so. We're off to a great start. Um, wow. That's, it's such a loaded question. Well, I'm, this is Jonathan. I don't know if I need to say that, but I will. Oh you can edit it out. Um, Hold on. We're going to, we're going to take a t- <laughs> Uh, I can go first. Emily, please start us off. <laughs> For the love this of God, please start us off well. The last time we did this. Oh, this um, is, I'm leaving all this in there too, so you guys are just rolling with it. I don't, I don't like editing, so we're just rolling, okay? <laughs> I apologize um, to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Emily, um, and I... Yeah, I grew up in central Pennsylvania, not too far, maybe like an hour from where we're sitting right now. And um, yeah, Jonathan and I are married, not Cody and I, (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan and I. Um, So yeah, that's me. All right. Awesome. And just real quick, and we'll we'll get into dogs a lot more later. Um, Do you have any dogs that are yours, not Jonathan's, yours? (laughs) I would 
say that Dixie is my dog. <laughs> okay. Um, I claim Dixie. Gotcha. All right. Next. I'm, I'm Emily's husband, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. I'm from Tennessee. If we, if, if you're leaving the hockey stuff in there. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't grow up doing any of this. So it's, 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 uh, maybe come at it from, I come at it from a little different perspective than these two, but I don't want to steal your thunder, but yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Timber's mine then. Cause <laughs> you said timber. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Cody, you're up. Yeah. So I grew up here 30 minutes away, central Pennsylvania, my whole life. Um, I've been hunting since I was, you know, could stand. <laughs> um, I am the Labrador retriever side of things at team flusher. So I have two black Labradors, um, bear and roam. Right and on. I also am the owner of, uh, the small hound <laughs> side, uh, a beagle, lemon beagle coming oh. in. Season. Oh, very nice. Do you, uh, you hunt like coons and stuff with him? Um, I hunt rabbits with him, but I come from a family of coon hunters and rabbit hunters and general hound folks. Very cool. Very cool. I just chatted. You guys know, uh, or heard of Brooke Lanning She's on Instagram. No. Um, she runs pointers and she has coon hounds and we cool. were talking about pointers most of the time. But then we got off on coonhounds and the <laughs> conversation just, yeah, it just went, it was cool. It, yeah, it was, I was fascinated. So that's, that's really cool. Um, Emily, going back to you and Jonathan real quick. So you said you grew up hunting, is that correct? Yes. Okay. So then now to Jonathan, is that how you got into hunting? We'll just kind of start there. Yes. Like the short answer is yes. The long answer is still yes. But with, <laughs> with far more steps. All right. So we'll just kind of, well, actually, okay. Before we go there, I'm going to preface. Uh, people have been reaching out to me left and right, just saying they want more flushing content, flushing dog content. So um, I'm really excited. I got three of you at one time here. Um, so I'm really excited to dive in here. Um, and the other thing is I've, I've only hunted behind a flushing dog once and I think I said this on a different episode maybe, but it was a blast. Um, it was a behind a yellow lab and it was like fast running gun, like exciting. It was, so it was very different, but, um, different than what I'm used to. Um, but it was, it was a blast. So I'm excited to learn a little bit from you guys and hopefully the listeners um, are excited to learn a little bit as well. Um, so backing up to kind of, let's just start on kind of how we all got into hunting. I know Cody, you said you grew up doing it, but I kind of want to hear more from each of you. Um, so we'll start with Cody and Emily, or no, I'm sorry, Emily and Jonathan. Um, so Jonathan, did you, <laughs> um, Jonathan, did you, uh, you know, you started, uh, you know, dating Emily, whatever, was it kind of like an automatic, like, Hey, we're, you're going to start hunting or what was that process like? So when, when we got together, we were both in Tennessee, um, and Emily's folks live up here and her dad is. I don't know, like probably the, what I would describe as kind of the quintessential like Pennsylvania sportsman, like grew up deer hunting, small game hunting, like all the time. Um, so when we got married, I was like, oh, well, I like being outside. So like, I'll give it a shot. Like, we'll see what happens. Um, and so it was through deer hunting and, and Doug, Doug's Emily's dad, he took us pheasant hunting um, pheasants are stocked in Pennsylvania. There's no wild pheasant population anymore. Um, unlike the mountain lions, which are, <laughs> that's a joke. There's no mountain lions in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I was going to ask. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I, 
went pheasant hunting and that's when I like fell in love with bird hunting. I thought they were wild at that point. Turns out they're not. Um, and then from there, it's just gotten more and more like into grouse hunting, especially. Okay. And mostly like we're talking like woodcock in, in Pennsylvania or woodcock and grouse. Okay. That's another conversation probably about the overlapping habitat issues and yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Very cool. Um, and Emily, just, just touch on, so was hunting just kind of instilled in you from a young age? Are you just kind of, you know, following your dad around? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I have, um, an older brother who was like two and a half years older than me and growing up, we were inseparable. So anything that he did, I wanted to do. And I can remember like sitting at home, my dad and brother were out hunting. I remember like sitting at home waiting for them. Um, and my dad, I had shared this story another time, but my dad tells a story that I don't remember where he would take my brother and I out just small game hunting and he would hook small leashes onto his belt loops and we would hold on to the leashes as he walked through the field. <laughs> this is awesome. And he, said that, he said that most of the time he didn't even have a loaded gun. Um, he was carrying one with him, but it was yeah. just kind of like exposing us to yeah. it. That is hilarious. Um, so I can remember like being real young and just like being in a deer blind or a turkey blind with him. Um, and I can remember like shooting squirrels and chipmunks off the back porch kind of thing. So yeah, it's just something that I grew up doing. That's awesome. This might be for kind of all of you, but is, um, is Pennsylvania, is it known for its hunting culture or is it just very localized? No, it's almost along kind of, you can think of it sort of as the Midwestern states, Michigan, Wisconsin, deeply ingrained hunting culture from, you know, state line to state line. Um, everybody, everybody hunts. Our schools have off traditionally. Really? Uh, the first two days of our uh, white-tailed deer rifle season. Okay. So they, the statewide generally takes it pretty serious then. Yeah. Yeah. Our oh, whitetail season structure is a little different now, but when we were growing up, it started on Monday and Tuesday after Thanksgiving and there wasn't a school in the state that went to school that. Those wow. two days. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I did not know that. And again, when I, when I think of Pennsylvania, I think just of those, you know, big cities and, you know, hunting's yeah. not really big there, but I mean, it's, it's a big state. Yes. There's like half a million acres of public land. Like really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I did not know that. That's about right. 500,000. It's, it's gotta be more than that. So, so is it like a walk-in access kind of program that we have here in like the West? So is it, is it private land, but it's leased by uh, the States that and then release it to public? No, or Pennsylvania is way behind you guys in, in those oh. sort of programs. All of our public land is centered around really broadly speaking, state game lands, which okay. are, generally owned by the Pennsylvania Game Commission, which is like well, gotcha. uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife or whatever. Um, and those are scattered throughout the state. Some are very small, some are very large. Um, and then this state forest, which is operated by a different state agency. Gotcha. And that is generally all of our higher elevation mountains. Um, for the most part, all of our state forest lands are or mountains. Yeah. Um, Actually, like where we're sitting right now, we're pretty much surrounded by a few thousand acres of yeah. state forest. 
Oh, wow. Very cool. That's awesome. I didn't know. Uh, yeah. I didn't know you guys had that much, you know, public access. That's, that's really cool. Um, all right, Cody, let's finish up with you just on, you know, again, I know you mentioned you, you grew up hunting, but just expand on that a little bit more. Uh, so you- I grew up, like I said, we, my father and grandfathers raised and bred beagles and coonhounds. Um, my grandfather also ran setters for grouse. Um, that was before my time. I don't remember him ever having a setter, but um, our big thing, there was two things that growing up, archery, whitetail archery, and hunting rabbits with beagles. Mm-hmm. Um, my family did everything. We hunted everything. We fished. I mean, it was, you know, that's yeah. just how it that's awesome. Um, all right, guys. So let's, uh, let's talk about this past season a little bit for you then. Uh, just, you know, give me a quick recap. Did you guys mostly stay in PA? Um, what was that like? Did you travel? Um, tell me, let's get into a little bit of the species that you guys hunt. So you want me to start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, season for us, our season kind of starts in September with doves and goose. I'm a resident waterfowl hunter as well. Um, so, you know, we got things rolling in September with doves and geese. Then that rolls into archery season. Um, and then our pheasant waterfowl seasons really get rolling kind of in the middle. Um, and grouse in the middle of October. And I actually missed over because I was in Colorado. On elk hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, successful? Uh, yeah, I killed a bull the first day and a mule deer buck the last day. Congrats. Nice, man. Uh, both archery? No, that was second rifle season. The end of okay. October. Very cool. So that was the only out of state stuff that I think I think was good, right? Gotcha. Like, okay. And and um, Cody, I'm guessing you have the lab because you do a lot of waterfowl, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, lots of waterfowl. Waterfowl takes us all the way in into February. So. Oh, nice! You got a decent amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. How about you guys? What was your uh, season like last year? Um, I mean, we just, so we hunt, um, land that's only like 10 minutes from here as far as pheasants go. And Jonathan mentioned all of our pheasants are stocked. Sure. So, um, because of my work schedule, I can get out a lot more than he can. So I often just like put Dixie in the truck and we head out in the morning or afternoon. So we got out a lot. I'll let you talk about grouse, but yeah, I honestly, like I only ever hit up the one field because this is I know that they're there. Yeah. It's like, we have joked around before. It's kind of like for us in a way, like going to the grocery store, it's closer than the grocery store. <laughs> hey, um, uh, the freezer's empty. <laughs> what do we need? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we all live out pretty far out from town. And okay. so I'm not going to lie. There have definitely been days that have been like, what are we going to have for dinner? And just like go hunting for it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'll let you talk about That's grouse. pretty cool. Um, yeah, without telling the entire story of like grouse conservation in Pennsylvania, um, to get, I, I mean, decent- we got, we got time. If you want to expand on it at all, you can. Oh, well, I love an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so grouse numbers in Pennsylvania have declined precipitously, um, since West Nile in the early two thousands. And sorry, um, we're, t- we're talking just rough grouse. Yeah, just rough grouse. And this is kind of when I made that statement about overlapping habitat issues for grouse and woodcock. Um, Cody and I have talked about this at length. Um, And I will will speak for him. And if I misstate this, just correct me. 
Um, he has told me when he was a kid, you could find grouse in very lowland areas where you would also traditionally find woodcock. Like you could reasonably hunt woodcock and grouse at the same time. Mm. I'm not sure. I mean, and there might be folks out there that hunt Pennsylvania and hunt different parts of Pennsylvania that have better luck with that than I personally had. I've never flushed a grouse and a woodcock on the same, on the same trip. Um, for grouse, we have to travel a little ways which also makes those pheasant fields awfully convenient. Um, the, the heightened elevation based on my understanding is helpful in keeping mosquito populations lower mm. because it stays colder longer and mosquitoes don't like cold places. Sure. Crazy stuff. Um, so we got out a number of times for grouse weren't incredibly successful, but we're talking not, not a super high density of birds as well. Okay. So, so you're, you're basically saying over the last, how many years has the grouse population really gone down? We're talking 20. five, 10. Well, it's been in decline for what? 30, 40 years. Yeah. And then in the last 20 years, especially flush. We have a lot of habitat issues. Our state forest lands are, are not managed kind of, and this is a, this is a Northeastern, issue anybody you know in new york vermont the whole way up through it's kind of similar issues that they're all facing yeah um our timber's too old habitat yeah. suffering um and then you know you throw west nile and stuff like that you know on top of it our, our grouse are not it is true like going back to what jonathan said my my grandfather and even my father to an extent they would shoot pheasants and rough grouse you know in the same on the same day in the same places wild pheasants, wild pheasants then. Wow. um and in the generations and years since then well our wild pheasants are gone hmm. um, bob white my great-grandfather hunted bob white quail hmm. they're gone nobody's seen a bob white wild bob white pennsylvania for a very long time wow so is the um so like with pheasants so there used to be wild pheasant there's not anymore they stock basically stock them release them um what kind of similar issue with habitat then the habitats not just made yeah, for game when, birds basically when we lost our when we lost our fence rows we lost our pheasants mm-hmm. <laughs> um when those farming practices came along gotcha. that was the end of pheasants in, in pennsylvania and self-sustaining pheasant populations anyways gotcha that's that's tough and uh this is kind of a weird question would west nile would that also affect the pheasants as well as it does the rough grouse or just different you no know, i don't know because it happened so long ago i mean okay. i remember running into wild pheasants occasionally hunting rabbits i mean we killed pheasants off of our beagles when i was a kid many times um it was it was pretty rare then um and now it's now kind of un- unheard of. Like, yeah, I was gonna say like, I think like probably for our dads, they they knew wild pheasant populations. Yeah. So it did. It happened in a generation. Yeah. Um, it was also really hard for them because now the now the stocking program takes place only on our state game lands. Back then, it took place on game lands and private land. So wild populations were being supplemented with stock populations. And then one day everybody woke up and our wild pheasants were, were no more. Jeez. Well, would you, would you say it's a true statement? Does, does your, again, I don't know what it's called game or game and fish or whoever it is. 
that manages these lands, are they just more focused on like white-tailed deer than the birds or yeah, is it, deer. that keeps okay. the lights on. White-tailed deer. Yeah. Yeah. The orange okay. army cares about white-tailed deer. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it brings in the, brings in the money. So yeah, every, that's what, that's what game managers care about. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, it, to some degree, I, I mean, I, I definitely believe uh, that's true in Colorado. I mean, Colorado, the money is coming from the mule deer, the elk, and some of the other, you know, moose, things like that. Um, game birds are just, I mean, a, a license for a residence, like 39 bucks. Um, and so, yeah, it's just not, uh, so, I mean, they're here. Don't get me wrong. We got bird. We have a, a lot of different species. We have like, I think 10 species of game birds, Yeah. but they're just very kind of like isolated small pockets. So doable, but it's just not, not super popular, which is there is one area in Pennsylvania that has a wild pheasant population, but it's heavily managed. Yeah. And every year it's a lottery, yeah. right? Just for uh, youth specifically. Yeah. Um, only youth can hunt it. And like I said, it's on a lottery. So there is one area and they had tried. There used to be more. They had yeah. tried other places and then they just kind of were like, you know what? Yeah. Change gears. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, that's there's tough. There's a couple of like. I'm going to, I'm the rep, probably the reckless optimist in the room. This is another extensive conversation <laughs> that we've had. Um, one, the rough grouse is the state bird of Pennsylvania. So it would be really awkward to have a state bird that was extirpated from wow. your state. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, with that, like we know that cover is good for all sorts of animals, including deer. And so like putting trees on the ground in a scientific and systematic way is going to benefit all sure. of those populations. Multiple species. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to take time. Sure. Because turkeys are a wild success story here, but they're also not in great shape right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> well, let's, uh, Man, let's uh let's turn a corner here. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Cody's done. He's like, <laughs> um, okay. I think I had this question later on actually, and it, it, I guess it's kind of an appropriate time to ask now. Can you hunt? Okay, because rough grouse, I imagine, are they in trees and on the ground? Kind of depends, right? Yeah, kind of depends. I've watched a couple out of trees this year. Okay, how do you hunt them with a flushing dog? Then, give me the lowdown. Um, I mean, like if they're in a the tree, dogs. if they're in a tree. Well, the dog's pressure still puts them up. Okay. Um, both of the one, like Dixie flushed two this year out of a tree. Oh, nice. And it, and it was nose on the ground, following, following, following. And then the bird just blew up out of the tree when she got to the tree. So. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, let's get into your dogs. So you guys have mentioned Dixie, another one, and then your labs. Let's start with is it Springers. Yep. All right. Let's start with your Springers. Give me, give me uh, what makes these dogs special. Do you want to talk about your dog? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I grew up with Springers and I think that's naturally how we um, got into them as well. When we got Dixie is seven and I, I call her a farm dog. When we got her, honestly, we were just looking for like our first dog. And so we had recently, I had recently moved back to Pennsylvania. Jonathan hadn't been hunting yet. And I knew that I wanted a hunting dog. Um, where we live, the environment we live in, they're outside all the time. They're around kids and adults. And uh, we knew that 
that they have to have like a good temperament. So that's kind of how I landed on a Springer. And I just, you know, I did a Google search and I found her and um, I think timber is a different story. We got, we got Dixie as a hunting breed, but mainly as a companion who has turned out to be a, a good hunting dog. And we got timber knowing that we wanted to use her as a hunting dog. Gotcha. Um, So Dixie is, she's more of a bench line, which Jonathan, I know will love to go into. I'll throw timber to him here in a minute. But um, so she's a, she's pretty big for a Springer. She's a dock tail. Um, But yeah, she's a, this oh, is, is that is that timber? Okay, it's timber. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I can lift Dixie up right now. <laughs> she's like Dixie is like your average uh female springer size, maybe a little bit bigger as far as weight. She's like around 50 pounds. Okay. And, and so you're saying so Dixie didn't come from a necessarily a, a hunting line. You're more so we got right. her. Hey, you want you knew you wanted a springer. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. so a long time ago, Springer lines were split. Um there hasn't been a dual champion. Uh, like field trial champion and like bench show champion. I don't want to estimate how long, but it's been a long time. Uh, bench springers tend to be bigger and like stockier. And, and sorry, what's a bench springer? Uh, like a show dog, like show. Gotcha. Line, the lines split between like field lines and show lines. Gotcha. Um, the show lines, the tails are docked at a quarter usually. Field lines are left. I want to say like two thirds to three quarter mm-hmm. length. Um, field dogs have like coarser hair. So Dixie's feathering is like super fine. Mm. Um, Timbers is not quite as fine. Gotcha. Um, field dogs are also like a little bit smaller usually. So if Dixie weighs 50 pounds, like I don't remember how much Dixie weighed when she was almost a year old, but, um, they tend to be a little bit smaller. Um, and Timber, Timber is a, of, of, of field lines. So she has longer tail. Gotcha. So did you, did you kind of have a breeder you knew about, or did you just kind of do your research when you were picking out timber? She did a lot of research, read a lot of stuff, contacted people, called people, got calls back, didn't get calls back. <laughs> okay, cool. And you guys, did you just know at the time you wanted the second Springer, you wanted to, you know, you love the breed, you knew enough about them, or did you ever consider a lab or another kind of a dog like that? No, I mean, we were pretty set on Springer's. Um, we wanted to be able to get out more um and having one dog is great but it's also kind of nice if that dog needs to rest to be able to go run another dog so totally agree (laughs) totally agree that's awesome uh cody let's talk about your lab so i have like i said two labs i actually have a father and son um <laughs> my older lab is five. This be his fifth season. He's turned. He'll turn five in November. Okay. Um, and I actually got. Like I said I had came from the hound side of things, and I started waterfowl hunting close to a decade ago, and got into it. And you know, it was like kind of quickly. Like we're we're gonna need dog. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. So I, started, <laughs> I started looking for a bird dog from the from the waterfowl side of things. So obviously Labradors were, um, you know, pretty high up on my short list. Um, and I actually spent almost a year and a half trying to find a, a good gun dog line Labradors. Okay. Just take some time. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, there's, you can't throw a rock without hitting a lab, but <laughs> a lab that, you know, the kind of lab that I was looking for is just, you know, it was surprisingly difficult. Um, you, are they uh, British labs or uh, American labs? Or no, I run, American, I run American labs. Okay. Um, not that I have anything against British labs. Yeah, what are you saying about the British? <laughs> <laughs> but both, yeah, both of mine are from American lines for now. Um, okay. And do you uh, dual hunt them? Do you hunt waterfowl and upland with them? Yeah. Uh, so I was, yeah. I mean, once I got him, trained him, um, you know, it was a hop, skip and a jump to start doing the upland thing too, which I'd always done. I always hunted pheasants, always hunted grouse. Um, but having, you know, having him was like, okay, let's, you know, let's get after this too. Cause I got him. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's the other reason I picked a lab. Cause I wanted something that, uh, you know, I could do everything with. Yeah. Good versatility. Yeah. Um, back, back to the, uh, this, this is a fun one. Um, back to the, uh, the springers a little bit, I guess uh, the lab too, just talk a little bit about, um, do you guys train these dogs yourself and uh, what's that process like as far as like training a flushing dog? How, how involved were you guys? And we'll kind of go down that road for a sec. Um, so Dixie, I, I think going back to kind of why we got Dixie was more for like her temperament. It was a breed that I was used to. I knew I wanted a hunting dog, but didn't, you know, wasn't sure the, we didn't get her thinking we're going to hunt her uh, and this is how, so did we train her? No, we really relied on her just natural instinct. Um, and so it has been, I would say like during COVID actually is when Dixie at six got, most of her training Um, so she has a really natural drive and even before we trained her she was a great a good bird dog and i would say now she's even better just based on the fact that um she will pick the birds up and bring them to us now okay (laughs) which is one of the reasons that hunting a retriever with dixie specifically was such a match made in heaven because bear would pick them up and bring them to us and dixie's dixie's all about putting birds in the air okay um always has been and and that part putting birds in the air with a with a flushing dog what's like again what train either timber i don't care who what dog it is like how do how do you work on that part with a flushing dog because pointing dogs it's it's all about getting them stopped and you know then we flush the bird or, or something like that but what's that process like with a, a flusher so it's we spend an inordinate amount of time on control um basic obedience keeping them close um casting into cover and stuff like that teaching them how to work cover and then as far as putting birds up that's just genetic. It's more controlling that they're going to do it. The training, the training is controlling, um, where they are, how far they are, you know, a a flushing dog that's putting birds up at 80 yards. That's like a pointer that's bumping birds. You know, it's like a pointing dog who thinks they're a flushing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Um, So it's a, it's a whole lot of obedience. Really. It's a whole lot of, of, can just keeping that under control and then letting them do what they were. Yeah. Just, well, letting that natural instinct kick in for the, yep. for the putting the birds in the air. Yeah. That's and awesome. With, 
with Dixie and Timber, that one of the distinctions as well between bench and field dogs is field dogs obviously are going to be bred more for those like desirable field characteristics. So Dixie's prey drive is like fantastic. Her, her desire to pick things up is kind of like, eh, I mean, like if I have to, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So we, we worked on that a lot. And, and I think that's really brought her for full circle because she'll, she retrieved a number of like crippled birds this year yeah. that I face unique problems with training too, because, because my dogs are, are dual waterfowl upland dogs. So there's some things there that are, you know, uh, very different and have having them. I mean, there's plenty of days we'll go shoot ducks in the morning and then we're hunting pheasants or grouse in the evening and having them be able to switch back and forth. I, I spent a lot of time training on that kind of stuff because that's not necessarily natural. Yeah. And, and yeah. And like you said, those are just very different, like in a duck blind, it's just a lot of patience and waiting and being yeah. quiet and yeah. obedience. Yeah. But then you might need to make, have a make a, you know, 80 yard, you know, blind retrieve. So yeah, that's, that's pretty badass for sure. Um, talk about timber a little bit. And even both the springers, like what, when you're out in the uplands with them hunting again, whether, whether it's grouse or, or whatnot, um, are they like, what's, what's their range? Are they working like we talking five, 10 yards in front of you? Or are they a little further? How, how are they working? Um, Dixie, it, it kind of depends on the cover and it depends on what the birds do. And if we're hunting pheasants, um, our game lands are, are manicured in such a way that there's some pretty hard, long, narrow, like just real edges of cover um, that can run. Some of those fields are what, 200 yards or more long. And so, I mean, if you're walking the edge, you'll, you'll watch a rooster just bail out the side, take off and run back in. And that's where that control comes in a lot of, like it is required. Um, if we're hunting grouse in like real unbroken cover, it's, it's, the, there, it's learning that like the bird is gonna behave in a certain way. Um, my experience has been that the grouse tend to circle and pin themselves. And so she'll push. It's almost like hunting rabbits, except rabbits don't fly. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pro, pro tip for right that one's free. Um, and so be it like watching her, she stay, you never know when the bird's going to go up, obviously. Um, so being mindful of how that curve is going to happen. And you don't really know. I mean, you don't know where she's picking up where the bird is at. So it really could happen wherever, but she stays what? 25, 30? like you you do know when they are on a bird sure like so, when they're birdie or, yeah, yeah so they're, they're not gonna point for us but in in their actions um like when we're out it is not uncommon for us to say you know oh bear he's really birdie he's really on something and so then you know it's kind of up to us then to keep up after them a little bit so you do still get and that's one of the things too i think it takes like a season or two maybe so we haven't taken timber out yet she's not a year old yet oh okay um and so it might take us a season to pick up on her kind of signal habits of when she's on something sure. but dixie will start running like tighter hmm. um she gets very frantic uh jonathan phrased it as like really chaotic Okay. When, when she's start, close. Yeah. Um, so her corners get a lot shorter. She blows her nose a lot. Okay. Um, 
I have a hard time actually picking up on bears signals. It's just a little more subdued. Yeah. Is, is he, he just a little more, a little more mellow in his cues you're saying? A l- yeah, maybe a little bit, but he also, because he's a retriever and they're so visual, he lifts his head a lot. You know, I mean, I can tell. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, he's head low, those good hard flushes when they're, you know, holding real tight. And he'll start picking his head up. You know, I mean, that bird is bouncing right right in front of him. Yeah. I mean, if we, if we want to talk about pro tips, I think a good thing here, just for anyone listening is, you know, reading your dog's body language. I think that's, that's key, no matter what breed you have. Um, and, and, and even if you have the same breed dog to dog are going to change. Um, cause I know my Brittany's, um, kind, kind of similar. They get a little uh, visually, they get lower to the ground. I don't know how they do it, but like their back drops maybe an inch, inch and a half. Um, and I just know that they're about to go on point and that's kind of that cue. Okay. Two hands on the gun, get ready. Cause, cause they're about to, about to go on point. But I think that's a, a, a key. I mean, whether it's flushing dogs or whatnot, that they're all going to have a different cue. I think that's what's cool too about like hunting with other people's flushing dogs is I know Jonathan can pick up on bear, um, bear signals better than I can. So it's like, like you were saying, every dog is different. Um, but of course they're not going to give us that hard and fast stop. Some, sometimes they might, they they kind of do sometimes. Yeah. Um, you'll get a flash point out of them. Okay. (laughs) And they're normally like, it's enough to be like, Ooh, and then, there's a bird near. Yeah. That's what makes it exciting, probably too, right? Because it's it's that. It is like, very. You know. Why did you stop? It's yeah. very much um, like you'll hear me. You know, we all say this. You'll hear. You'll hear. You'll. You know, on the dog, on the dog, on the dog. You know, especially if there's somebody with us that's not. You know. Yeah. You, know, you never hunted over a dog, or, or never hunted over a flushing dog. Um, I don't. You know, that's back to the range thing. My labs operate at fifteen to twenty-five yards, depending on the cover. Um, it may be out 30 max, max. If they're getting that far out, I'm, I'm probably on the whistle. Man. Okay. That's, um, that's so nice. I'm, slow, I'm, slow <laughs> I'm looking at the GPS. All that my dogs, like, Oh, like two fifty. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Oh, and the downside to, to that is we don't cover the kind of ground that, that you guys do. Sure, yeah, sure. You know, of course. Um, but yeah, it's, and uh, with retrievers especially, and springers have a great retrieve drive too, but any, any individual dog with a good retrieve drive eventually puts it together. They want that bird just as bad as what you want that bad as what we want the bird, um, and they want to pick it up. And after they flush a couple birds out of gun range and they don't, there's no crack and they don't get to pick anything up, they kind of start to, you know, like, oh, boy. I <laughs> yeah, kind of rein it in a little bit. Yeah, they're shorten this up a little bit if I want yeah. to put a bird exactly. in my house at some that, point. That bird <laughs> is the reward. Yeah, That yeah. range question is complicated, too, though, because we've both seen Bear and Dixie push out 40 yards. And then bump hook birds back. Yeah, and then yeah. bump birds oh. back to their dog. Oh, wow. yeah towards us and the bird goes up between us and them they change a lot of birds together like that you almost never see them on a bird side by side if one of them hits a bird the other one will flank it and they they put birds up like especially nice yeah yeah that's that's pretty brilliant if they can work work in tandem like that to pin that they do that grouse sometimes too grouse it's a little it's harder to see them do it with grouse because the but the nature of the cover is so thick yeah 
That's, that's awesome. Um, are you guys hunting, uh, would you say 50, 50 split between pheasants and, and grouse or what's kind of your, besides your waterfowl? We probably hunt, I probably hunt more pheasants, but that's also the other thing is like Jonathan had touched on earlier. Like I had a brood of grouse at my house in the woods. Behind my house. Last <laughs> you, got, summer. you got some pet grouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they didn't like their, once the dogs found them, they didn't like it, but, um, but the grouse hunting in our immediate area should be fantastic, but, and was when I was a kid, um, but is not really anymore. Okay. So I, you know, those evening hunts, we just don't, we're going to hunt pheasants. Sure. Um, Cause it's, I, it's two minutes away. <laughs> yeah. It's convenient. You know, it's uh, nice. Versus, you know, two to four hours to get to the Northern tier of Pennsylvania and get. Oh, okay. Hunting. Wow. So just by, by the fact of that, we spend quite a bit of time pheasant hunting, but Saturdays and any time that we can dedicate the time to to drive in the necessary. And we do hunt grouse close to home when we can. Yeah. Um, sure. What's the what's the closest? Like, what would be around your area or around Pennsylvania? Like, what's your next closest like destination hunt? Where would you go? Trying to hot spot us right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me the town oh, and the zip code, please. Here, I'll just probably. Okay. Uh, Probably in New York. Yeah. Really? The grouse and woodcock hunting in upstate New York is, is, you know, especially in the Adirondacks and up through there is that's probably the closest place you would, you would want to drive to. Um, Ohio's grouse are kind of having some trouble. I don't know that I'd drive to Ohio. Mm, um, if I would drive to Ohio, period. No offense. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> On the waterfowl side of things, of course, Chesapeake Bay, Maryland. Um, but Upland, I would, yeah, I mean, New York, New York Vermont, and up through New Hampshire. I think um, some of those places you still have to drive. But. As far as grouse and, yeah, grouse yeah. and woodcock. Very cool. Hey, so how this uh, Team Flusher thing came about, and who who does most of the, the social posts? We actually, uh, we met through a family member of mine. Um, and then actually, he had told us a couple times, uh, oh, hey, you should, you know, you should talk to Jonathan. He has a bird dog. And I thought at the time he had a pointer, so I didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. like, uh, no, uh, I'm good. <laughs> uh, no, I knew he had springers. Um, and actually, I think, I think we actually just, the first time we ever talked was on social media and just kind of, we shot sporting clays the next day and, um, was drove up listening to the same Tyler Childers song. <laughs> yeah. It's a match made in heaven. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> That's perfect. You have to do something together then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I feel like Jonathan came home one night after he hung out with Cody and said something about this whole like team flusher concept. Hmm. And then we went out. To I tagged something on social media with team flusher when we hung them together. Yeah. And then we went out to dinner that night and we're just kind of talking about it and literally we're like writing things down on a napkin and like um i was like drawing out a sketch of what our logo could look like nice kind of started it's all about the concept. logo come on let's be real it's all, all about, about the logo, the logo. That's <laughs> where we started. you guys have a killer um, logo too nice job jonathan said he was like i think it'd be cool to start this and like if we if i could someday get a hat out of it <laughs> like a hat with the logo on it, that'd be awesome. And I think it really started as like a social media thing because there's not a lot of stuff of flushing dogs out there. Yeah. You can buy a sticker that has a generic pointing dog sure. on it, but there's just not 
There's a lot, and of, there's lab, a lot of Labrador stuff. A lot of labs with ducks and yeah. waterfowl, but yeah. just not a lot of flushing kind of stuff. So that's yeah. kind of where it started. Um, I'm typically the one taking pictures um, only because I think I think of it. <laughs> and um, yeah. And then Jonathan's pretty much the one who like spends time on the account. So he's okay. usually the ones like doing the. He's your brand manager. Yeah. Yeah. Chatting with people. <laughs> Making so, deals. Yeah. I'm a child of the internet. I can't <laughs> <laughs> Cody, Cody, are you sad that the, uh, the logo is not a lab? We're working on that. <laughs> There's one in the works. Yeah. There's okay. Something. You're gonna expand a little bit. Yeah, I have so much fun hunting over Springers, though it really doesn't bother me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. They sound like great dogs. Have you guys talked to uh, Adam? He lives out here in Colorado. T T Tang, yeah. okay, Tang something. Yeah. Adam, I'm sorry, I butchered your last name, but Tang Tangrood or something. Um, I know he runs. <laughs> I definitely don't think that's it. <laughs> it's T A N G something. It's like yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay, you know what I'm talking about, Adam. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, I know he runs a big Springer guy, and uh, yeah, he's got some got some good content for sure. Um, well guys, what, um, talk to the new upland hunter out there. Um, the person who's listening, who maybe is going into their first season, um, what's some advice you might give them? Maybe they just picked up uh, their first bird dog. What's, what's something you would tell tell them? And I want to hear from each of you actually. That's a good question. That is a good question. Um, I, I think my thing would be like, be, go easy on yourself. Um, like depending on where you live, like comparing, like, like, wherever you live to like the upper peninsula's grouse population might not be a fair comparison. So like if all your pictures isn't, aren't just like tailgates full of grouse, like that's okay. Um, like be patient with yourself, be patient with your dog, get to know your dog. Like the time you spend in the field with your dog without frustration is going to be like the memories you take with you. And that's going to be regardless of how many, like the birds are just like the icing on the cake. Mm. That's really, that's really good. I'll put that in the front of my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, actually, Jonathan, I actually want to kind of poke at you a little bit more on that. Like how, like, what was that process like for you? So, you, I mean, you gave that as advice to someone, like how long did it take you to figure that concept out for yourself personally? I still figure it out. Okay. Is <laughs> there still like, we all have bad days. And when I say we, like, I mean, the dogs too, there's days Dixie goes out and I'm like, who are you? Like, what, <laughs> where did you go? Like, what, like, are you on something? Do we need to talk? Yeah. Um, because she just forgets herself or she, I don't know. She just has these moments and like we all do. Right. And sure. so there's days I go out after like a day of work where I like get frustrated with myself. Cause I miss all the shots I did take. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. I, it, it's, I think that if we wanted to get real philosophical about hunting, like it, it takes us places and asks things of us that we might not normally ask of ourselves, or at least not in that context. Well put, well put. Chapter one of my- All right, that's, hey, you heard it here first, people. Um, I feel like, the mo I guess the, the most like practical piece of advice that I would give is just to kind of, and Jonathan touched on it a little bit, but like learn your dog and then trust your dog. Mm -hmm. um, I know the first time we took 
the first season, I'd say that we took Dixie out. Um, I think what messed me up more than anything was thinking that I knew better than her knows. Mm. And there are days now that I go out and I might have a plan of where I want to go and I just follow her because she knows where those birds are. I have an idea of where they are based on cover and past experience, but she knows where they are. Um, I think the other thing just as like a practical perspective is I know that social media is rich with upland content, which I think is awesome. Sure. Um, I think too, like, it can be really intimidating to think like as far as gear goes, even like, I don't know. I spent most of my years growing up hunting and hand-me-downs from men in my family. So nothing fit sure. and still things that I have don't fit. And so I think just kind of like, you don't have to have like the latest and greatest and the best, and you can have the hand-me-downs and the boots and the jeans, like yeah. who cares? Um, so I think just from like that perspective too, of um, it's really just like going on a walk with your dog with a gun. And Honestly, yeah, you are so right. When you boil it down, it's going on a walk in the woods with your dog and you might have a shotgun. <laughs> like that's- yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's, that's really, really good. Cody, bring us home. So I would say, I know one of my fears when I got my first bird dog, especially was that I was going to do a thing and, and the whole thing was, I was going to ruin. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I make a mistake, this dog will, you know, I, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. Yeah, when, yeah. I got, when I got my first one, I'm it took I me like a year, two years to get over that. I think it everybody was, deals, yeah. deals with that feeling. And then honestly, and I'm not pointing fingers, it's a great thing. But you get on the internet or social media and it's one article after another of how to do this and how to do that. And those, that's all great. But it, it left me with this, this anxiety of like, if I don't do this right, you know, if I don't follow these steps perfectly, I'm going to. And really, that's old especially if you do your homework and you got a dog from, from a good line and you, you know, you have a gun dog. It's, it's, I think it's actually, maybe I could, there might be people yelling at the radio. (laughs) I think it's kind of hard to screw them up. You know what I mean? There's a couple sticking points. You want to make sure you get gun introduction, right? Stuff like that. But outside of those sort of things, just do it and have fun doing it. And, you're going to make mistakes. Uh, it's going to be fine. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to turn up. You're not going to turn this dog into a scared couch potato because you, uh, you know, didn't run a casting drill, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> casting is important, but no, you are, you are so right. I think. Um, and the other thing too, is there's, there's multiple ways to get the same results. There's not yes. one way yeah. you have to train your lab like this, or you have to train, you know, um, there's different methods to get your dog there. And I think people, um, need to realize too, just there's, um, you can do a hybrid. A lot of guys I talk to and, and people I talk to, um, you know, Hey, we tried this from this method. We tried this from this area and it works for me. It works for my dog. And so I think that's, that's some really good advice right there. Yeah. And I'll, I'll use my labs as an example. What worked for my five-year-old, uh, nowhere close to working for this young dog, <laughs> you know? So then down the road, you're, you know, those different methods and different ideas 
become useful because you may find yourself in a situation, you know, if you stick with it where there's that, that's going to become important and, you know, just do it and have fun doing it and uh, enjoy your dog. That's, that's awesome. All right, friends. Well, uh, we're going to end this in a rapid fire section. So a couple, couple quick answers, get ready. It's going to be fast. It's going to be furious. Um, this is not sponsored by the movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what gun are you all carrying out into the uplands? I'm carrying a CZ Bobway 20 gauge. And I also have a 1950 sweet 16, a five. Okay. And how about waterfall for you? Benelli. Which Benelli? Uh, Vinci. Oh, okay. Nice. I haven't heard of that one actually. <laughs> I have a, I have a Benelli supernova pump and a monofeltro. Yeah. I run a Nova, a supernova 20 gauge for waterfowl as well. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> Emily. I've got a 20 gauge Beretta 686. Okay. Nice. I, I did practice that. Cause I don't know. <laughs> I just, it's a gun that fits me. I'm so glad you I, said that. Yes. I bought it off my dad. And earlier I read like the questions that you sent and I was like, Jonathan, what's the gun? What gun do I have? Yes. You know, it's a Beretta. And he said it to me multiple times. And I said it back to him multiple times. So. Hey, way to be prepared. Honestly, yeah, way, to, way to yeah. go. I mean, some people are like, Oh, let me go look in the gun safe. Yeah. That would have been me. If you All right. Well, yeah, it's okay. Jonathan, I just got to say, hold on here. I know you're ready to give me your answer. Please tell me you're going to continue. We have two 20 gaugers over here. Yeah. Are you 20 gauge? Uh, yeah, it's a 1954 20 gauge uh, Browning superposed. <laughs> <laughs> and I just picked up a, a 20 gauge Ithaca flues from the Goodyear 1919. I haven't even shot yet. Get wow. It, so. You're shooting some old guns. Yeah, I, I grew up with like a grandmother that took me to antique stores. So <laughs> that's a different. That's a different oh, Jonathan, I feel <laughs> we need to do like a separate podcast with just you. <laughs> just, there's so, Talk about there's my so much untapped potential there. There's just so much. All right, we're moving on here. Uh, fa favorite breed for you two, Jonathan and Emily, favorite dog breed besides the Springer or the Lab? You cannot say Lab either. Cocker spaniels. Yeah. Okay. Cockers are so hot right now. They are. <laughs> they are very popular. They're all the rage. Emily, are you agreeing with that decision? Um, you know, I know nothing about them, but I do like the look of an English setter. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're cool. Yeah. They look yeah. very beautiful. So yeah. <laughs> Someone told me, I, I was talking with a buddy of mine and I said, they look like a, a wet homeless person and he thinks they look, he thinks they look uh, like royalty. So we're just yes. very, very different. He's like, Oh, I you think they look like fancy dogs that I'm very into. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Cody. Uh, I want to draw. Draw. Oh, nice. Very cool. Did you guys see the uh, national spelling bee? The kid had a spell draw tar. <laughs> that's amazing so uh no he didn't actually he got the he missed the h i think yeah um, don't ask me how to spell it but this little 12 year old it's got an h in the middle of it somewhere yeah i think he, he said it was an a or something i can't believe that kid um all right favorite bird species to hunt i think i know all your answers but quickly go grouse rough grouse yeah i would say grouse okay wild pheasants or big fat mallards. 
Which one, Cody? Which one? Oh, uh, pheasants. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Pheasants. Very nice. Um, I already know that I'm, I'm going to skip question D. We're going to question E, beverage of choice after a hunt. How bougie are we getting? <laughs> this is, I mean, this is anywhere on your scale. So I'm, I'm a Coors Banquet guy, but okay. I've had people say scotch. Someone said vodka the other day. I don't know who's bringing vodka out in the field, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I usually have a Coors Light and like single malt scotch, like sitting side by side. Okay. This was a COVID thing that happened. It was a wild time. <laughs> wild time from here. All right. There's a, a Pennsylvania cider cidery. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Cider. Like, like hard cider? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, nice. It's called Jack's Hard Cider, and they make a couple different blends. So nice. one of those. Drinking that local stuff. That's good. Gotta, gotta support PA. Speaking of that, Yingling. Okay. Very Yingling. nice. <laughs> it's awesome. That's a Pennsylvania beer. I shouldn't have said that. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. I acted like I knew what it was. So it's okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to saying yingling, though. You just say lager. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you walk into a bar and order a lager, it will be a yingling. <laughs> okay. Good to, good to know. Hey, how can, uh, how can people uh, stay in touch with you guys? Uh, keep up with your social media. What's the best way for them to uh, stay in touch? If you go to the Team Flusher account, which is at Team Flusher, all three of us are linked in the profile. Oh, do you guys all have your own profile or your own? Yeah. Nice. Just like our personal yeah. ones. Okay. Very cool. Well, I'll have to go check that out. Um, you guys are, are putting up some cool content. Um, really, really enjoying it. And uh, it's been fun. I, I definitely learned some more about flushing dogs. Um, again, Jonathan, we're going to have to schedule another episode. <laughs> Pick your brain a little more. Um, you too. This is awesome. <laughs> yes, we're lame. So <laughs> no, this, uh, this was good. What are you guys, um, it's kind of a bonus thing. What are you working on this summer with your dogs right now? Um, just lab springers. What are you guys kind of working on? Uh, try not to have a heat stroke currently. <laughs> yeah. It's basically the goal. The heat good, index good here advice. is like a five for the next three days. Jeez. Um, so I don't know. We might go swim later tomorrow, not today. Cause it's almost nine o'clock here. Um, oh, wow. but yeah, I foresee water in the future. We have a lot of stuff to do with two young dogs. So the rest of the summer, we're going to be doing, um, gun intro, uh, bird intro, um, you know, some basic duck dog stuff with my young lab, but yeah, we, we're going to be busy. We got two, yeah. two, uh, up and comers. So that's exciting. This is going to be a, a heck of a season for you guys. Yep. That's going to be awesome. And when does your season open officially for pheasant? Uh, pheasant is, it's usually the third Saturday in October and grouse is the weekend before that. So. Okay. And then as waterfowl September, uh, our resident or early goose season starts in September. And then we have a week long duck split in October as well. That comes coincides with the beginning of grouse season. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you very can tell cool. read the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he studied, he studied. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much uh, for your time. This was uh, a blast and I uh, can't wait to see what you guys do with your dogs this summer and uh, getting them ready for season. So thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate your time guys. You take care. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.